0: Good afternoon, everyone. Um, Before I address the Oilers situation, uh, I just want to, again, take us back to the tragedy in Humboldt. Uh, You know, in my old career with Hockey Canada, dealing with junior hockey players and minor hockey across the country, the outcry and support in Canada has been unbelievable, but across the world... And it is in our DNA, as Canadians, and when you look at the families that have been affected here, you know, their young boys were part of hockey, you know. The bus rides is what the game is all about. Our thoughts and prayers are with them from OEG, from all our players and staff. And I think you saw the press com or press release. Uh, we will be holding a service here on Tuesday at one o'clock, and we invite uh, all of the public here uh, to go f- uh, into this service. So, again, uh, to all the families, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with you. In regards to the Oilers, uh, I know there's been a lot of uh, different comments being made. Uh, We are in an evaluation process. I'm here today to tell you that uh, the President and General Manager of the Edmonton Oilers, Peter Shirelli, will be the uh, General Manager next year. Uh, We are going through the process with not just the coaches, but with everyone within the hockey operations and uh, within the OEG staff. Uh, Peter... When when I look at that, I really believe in his plan. Over the last number of years, uh, or last number of months, we've been meeting with uh, a lot of our season ticket holders. Uh, There's been anger and disappointment of where we ended up, Uh, and we certainly understand where they are, and we will have a plan coming out here in the near future of how we're going forward. Any questions? Is Paul Coffey coming back to the Oilers next year? Uh, Jim, that's part of the evaluation uh, that uh, we're looking at right now of all those pieces, uh, the all the coaching staff, uh, all of that's under review, and we'll uh, have something in the near future. But Paul wasn't around a whole lot this year because of the family commitments. So, what was the reasoning bringing him in halfway through the year, and then? He wasn't really around the team all that often. Yeah, I'm not going to get too deep into that, but we really thought that uh, it was important for uh, Paul. has a uh, great resource. Uh, we knew we, we wouldn't be able to use it a lot because he was coaching his son, and uh, I think Paul contributed, and we'll evaluate where that will go uh, going forward. Bob, just to clarify, Peter comes back as president and GM next season? Yes, both president and general manager. And secondly, um, obviously there are tough times this season, and during those tough times the Tampa Bay model
1: came up uh, in discussions. Is that maybe something that you guys look at moving forward where you want to stay the course as opposed to maybe taking a different direction with things?
0: I think we want to do an evaluation and make the decisions that we feel are right and you know we're going to make sure that we take the appropriate time to make those decisions and uh, that's what's going on right now. Bob you were definitive that Peter Shrelly's returning when it comes to specifically Todd McClellan are are you prepared to make that commitment about him as the head coach or are he and his three assistants all up in the air yeah it's all being uh, evaluated at this time today I'm just making an announcement that Peter is here and leading that process and can I ask what makes you confident in Peter after a difficult year that he should just stick around yeah, you know, once uh, I came in here three years ago as the CEO, I hired Peter Shrelly. I've seen seen his plans of what he's done. A lot of it you don't see what he's done with the scouting uh, component of this organization. And yes, we had a down year, but I really believe when uh, I talked to Peter, he has a plan to uh, get us back in the playoffs next year, and we'll unveil that plan uh, once we go through this evaluation.
2: Is the playoffs, is it make or bust then for Peter Shirelli at this point? If he doesn't make it next year, do you see him sticking around? Because I don't think the plan of missing three out of four years could have been the proper plan.
0: Our, our goal is to make the playoffs next year. Uh,
1: Bob, if you can, um, I know you. You know you're speak on behalf of upper management but also the owner um can you maybe just take us through the sentiment expressed to you by daryl cates the owner of this team who we don't necessarily get to talk to but uh where his head is at after the disappointment that this season was and and you know how he feels about all of this because i know you in, in some ways speak for him too
0: yeah you know what uh, it's probably no different than uh, everyone in this room and the fans there there's he- Big disappointment. Uh, you know, last year was pretty exciting for the first time under his ownership that we made uh, the playoffs. Uh, he's disappointed, angered, uh, and wants us to get it right. And certainly in my discussions, uh, he's waiting to hear the recommendations that uh, I'll make after the discussion with Peter.
3: Bob, in the past, you've referred to uh, this organization as having, uh, putting words in your mouth, but as I understand it, uh, far too many Turnovers and coaching staffs. Um, what part will you play in the decision? And uh, and having already expressed that view, where do you sit on the potential of apparently uh, replacing a coach?
0: Yeah, you know what, uh, Jonesy, it's a it's a good question, and you always want to make sure that you look into into the past. But you know our really focuses on the future of where we're going to go. We all know what's happened over the last number of years here. I'm certainly going to listen to Peter, and then uh, my job is to uh, listen to that and then take that to the ownership and Daryl Cates.
3: Bob, as a hockey man, though, let's take a look at where the game is today. And the fact that, and I'm not trying to make excuses here, but it may not be the easiest thing to get this club back into the playoffs with any kind of assurance to the fan, because half of the teams that are in the playoffs now weren't there last year. And clubs that were very good missed the playoffs, and teams that were last, like Colorado, were in the playoffs. So I'm asking you from standpoint as a hockey guy, looking at the league itself and what's taken place, Doesn't that have a really big effect on what's happening here, too?
0: You know what? Uh, Gary Bettman loves the league the way it is today because it is so competitive. Uh, But this league and this organization is evaluated on wins and loss, and our job is to get back into the playoffs. Yes, it's very tough. Uh, You heard Peter uh, the other day talking about our roster and uh, players that underachieved. Uh, We have to really evaluate that. We have very, very good pieces. We just have to make sure that we evaluate all of those pieces. And make sure that we put the right pieces in place to get into that playoffs, which is very difficult. Uh, but we have one goal, and that's to make sure that we're back in there.
3: Um, Bob, Peter
2: Shirley has, has made some moves that maybe the return hasn't been as, as as good as hoped. I guess I just my question is: Does he still have uh, total autonomy in making those moves, or does he to, does he have to go through you now? Is it a process, or does he still have?
0: Yeah, in, in all of that, uh, you know, so Peter leads the hockey operation side. Uh, we talk on that all the time, and I do the majority of the communication to, uh, to ownership. Uh, but Peter Shirelli, uh, we have other people around us that uh, give, us, give him input, but it's uh, Peter Shirelli's job to do that.
1: Hi, Bob. Sorry, just to the back left here. Can you can you maybe just describe a little bit of your um, working relationship and maybe off-ice sort of uh, rapport with, with Todd and, and what you have liked about uh, what he's been able to do? And I'm not sure if you want to take it further as to maybe what you don't like, but just the kind of guy that you've been able to get to know.
0: Uh, you, you know what? I'm not going to go too deep into that, but, uh, you know, I think Todd McClellan's... Uh, Past speaks for itself. He was up for coach of the year. Uh, Todd is a person that uh, really uses all his, his assets, uses his assistant coaches. And in the competitive environment that we're in, in the National Hockey League, I think you have to make sure that you use all those resources. We're going to certainly evaluate those, have those discussions on uh, all the resources that are there and uh, how do you put all that together to go forward in a positive manner. Bob,
1: one of the things that happened this year is you, I mean, you finished the season out of the playoffs and that was below expectations, but you did so with a lot of space on the salary cap. Um, is that, was that a misstep? Uh, because I know that Daryl Cates is committed to spending whatever he needs to spend, yet you missed the playoffs this year. And, and the appearance with that cap space is more could have been done.
0: You know what, uh, certainly it's a question there. We know what uh, Connor McDavid's salary is going to be next year. So we, we anything that we do, uh, we're looking at a one- uh, and two- and three-year plan. So that's why the cap was where it was this year for our organization. Just for
3: the sake of clarity, when it comes to the coach and the coaching staff, uh, do you have any indication of whether uh, uh, Todd considers his staff a part of his package, or whether it's possible to keep Todd and and, uh, maybe release some of the assistant coaches, uh, just straighten that out for it.
0: Yeah, I don't really want to get into that. Uh, That's part of the evaluation process that we're going through.
2: Uh, Bob, when you look at, uh, you know, you mentioned there's underachieving for certain players, and I think that's fair. I think it'd probably be safe to say there's underachieving then for management and coaches at the same time. So, when you talk about Peter's plan, what is it that excites you moving forward that you believe success will come?
0: I really believe that uh, uh, Peter really thinks through everything that he does. I really believe that he understands where our gaps were this year. And making those changes aren't easy, as you all know, in this room. Uh, So we have to make sure that we have a number of different uh, situations to move forward. And Peter Shirely's got a very good relationship with other general managers in in this league to make those um, trades or exchanges uh, easier than someone that uh, doesn't have those great relationships.
3: Could I go back to the cap for just a minute? Uh, This year, Connor McDavid's big deal kicks in, right? Are you foreseeing any problem, being able to handle things as they are, when the cap is going to be much different? Yeah, we
0: haven't gone into great depth on that, but we feel um, when we've looked at that that there's a we will be a cap team or very close to the cap team, and we'll be able to make some movement uh, to strengthen this team.
1: Bob, uh, sorry, just back left here. Um, you, just uh, regarding the evaluation period, do you have an idea yet on sort of your own timeline of working through this and then making the decisions you, you you have to make or you want to make
0: yeah i think uh, from my own personal side of it uh i'm not a person that's going to rush it we'll announce it when we're ready and do all our homework um I, so i'm not going to put a timeline to that but certainly we're on it now and when we're ready to make those uh decisions uh we'll announce those to everybody Bob, just up front here. So this evaluation period, then, it's, it's, it's just all Peter, or are you involved in part of this too? Or? It's led by Peter Shirelli. Okay. And, and what about your input? in part of I have all of my input with Peter Shirelli as we have other people uh, in that uh, situation. And we have two vice chairs, uh, Wayne and Kevin, and there's lots of things out there. It's Peter's call. Uh, he will use those assets uh, as needed. Now, Bob, that's obviously Peter's involved of the on-ice hockey
2: stuff. Uh, You were involved in everything in OEG. Um, I have a lot of people at times who... Talk about wanting to enhance the fan experience at the game, not just what happens on the ice. they have been talk in the organization to, you know, when you look at, and I know Vegas is very unique because of what they have in that market, but making the game day experience better for the fans who dole out big dime dollars.
0: Yeah, we talk about it all the time. And, you know, I think the fans uh, in Edmonton are different than in Vegas. Although, when you talk about the Vegas experience, we had six or 7,000 fans down there. But that's part of it all the time. I think. When you look at a Canadian fan compared to a U.S. fan, they're different. Uh, you saw what happened in Winnipeg last night. You saw what happened when we were in the playoffs here. It changes at certain times, but that's something we talk about within the organization.
2: But is there a way then to build that so it isn't just the playoffs where you can enhance it? Because I hear a lot of fans complain that they're told to sit down and not cheer at certain <laughs>
0: Yeah, that certainly isn't something that we encourage. Uh, We want to try to, you know, we bring in uh, Cameron to get the fans out of their seats. We're looking at different ways to make sure they get up and cheer.
1: Bob, coaches are evaluated on wins
0: and losses. How do you evaluate a general manager? Because obviously Peter did a good job last year, Mm -hmm. did not do a good job this year if you're out of the playoffs. So how do you evaluate a general manager who obviously as a general manager of a team is closer to the bottom than a playoff spot? Excellent question. Uh, starts with wins and losses, but it also starts with uh, what you're doing uh, with your scouting group, uh, how you are ha- uh, handling the scouts and how you're handling your development. And uh, in all of that, uh, Peter's done a very good job of ho- how he's organized that. I feel our information that we're getting uh, going into this year's draft and what we're doing on the development side is very good. So it starts with wins and losses, but those other uh, pieces are very important because a general manager's job is to make the organization strong longer term. A coach's job is to have that team uh, successful shorter term. Thanks, guys. Thank you.